Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, what's going on, T.A.P.? That's right. This your boy, Play B, coming at you. Got my man with me, Rev. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, <laughs> Sir Rev the Servant, and it is officially oh, man. 2021. And I don't know how I like it so far. Uh, <laughs> but all I got to say is, hey, the T.A.P. made it. You know. 2021. You know. We can drink to that. You know. Telling you, man. I'm going to drink to that in our new uh, TAP etched mugs. You know, we're trying to bring the merch. You know what I'm saying? Got these cups right here, you know, doing it. This is where we got to get. I'm going to get a second. I'm going to get the second cam on. (laughs) (laughs) See this canvas I tried doing the other day? (laughs) You know, we're just doing something. Oh, man. It is. It's been an an interesting start to our 2021 so far. Well, you Um, know, the the, the thing that's awesome, though, man, I've been anticipating. It's the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's the thing. Um, is getting back here on the sound set, man, with my boy Rev right here doing yeah. it. There's, it, it's just this, it, you know, it's just, you know, we've been doing the remote thing and it's been working out all right. But uh, when you're here in person, live and direct, as I like to say, with the lights and you know the whole atmosphere, man, it kind of just brings it all together. What do you think, Rev? Well, we, well, we are uh, CDC compliant. I think we're about six feet away. Yeah, you know, you know, and Let me measure it. Hold well, on. <laughs> <laughs> and we are missing our third wheel here. Uh, yes. Alex isn't joining us, uh, so you know th- it doesn't feel complete. And I, actually, this is the first time we've done an actual uh, sh- um, uh, flagship show without a guest. So it's just right. you and I going to shoot the breeze for a little bit well, to kind of get an understanding you know, of where it, we're going. Is this our first official TAP for the new year? It, yes, it is. Because you know, for those of you that, that that watch this on YouTube and Facebook, you're missing out on another aspect of the show called the weekly tap, and that's something we do uh, Monday through Friday, or we've been trying to consistently do everything Monday through Friday, um, or at least Monday through Thursday, and then this will yeah. be the flagship show for Friday. So don't miss out. Head head out to anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's on the lower third there. Check them out. Um, take a listen. It's, sometimes they're. They're short. Sometimes they go a little long-winded, but they're interesting nonetheless. Uh, we enjoy doing them. Well, to, to be honest, one of the most interesting uh, weekly TAPs, uh, weekly taps that I heard uh, that I was listening to was I was at work one day, and I'm driving down towards uh, Visalia here in California, and it's about almost a two-and-a-half, almost three-hour drive. And one of the, I think the night before, I wasn't able to participate in the conversation that you and Alex had had, and it was about the whole the monolith thing, and that's when that thing was really had, oh had taken yes, off. yes yes. And you know, I, I had vaguely heard. I don't. Did we ever come to a conclusion to what all that you know, was? I mean, I thought something had come out. Yeah, I think some guys admitted to making the monolith. I thought I heard. Um, I heard 
that it was an advertisement. Yeah, for some company in Australia, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but uh, doing something. it, but so the first monolith showed up in was it Utah? Yes, it was in Utah, and then the second one was in like um, Romania or some somewhere out that way, and then the third one was here in California. Okay, well, it's interesting because I started researching it little by little because it did seem a little bit out of the area, uh, ordinary. Sorry, a little out of the ordinary. And a lot of things were starting to speculate. Number one, that it was uh, from outside of this world. I was so hoping that it was aliens or, or extraterrestrials. Can you say aliens? Is that offensive to the extraterrestrials? You know, <laughs> everybody's so offended about everything. <laughs> you can't say you, know, you can't say aliens. No, you can't say illegal aliens. You get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you know the extraterrestrials. I was hoping it was something out of out of this uh, universe or war. Not universe, but out yeah. of this world. Well, know? let's let's take. A, I found a couple of videos right now, so let's just take a listen to uh, uh, see what exactly. Um, let me see here. Let me get this going. Just Red Rock Ravine. And uh, there it is. Welcome to Incredible, where we discover the weird. Hello. Hello there, Governor. A mysterious monster in an isolated part of the United States, leading to questions as to who put it there and what it could mean. As tantalizing a tale as this is, it only seems to be the beginning as the first monolith has disappeared and a second has appeared, this time thousands of miles away in Europe. Finally tonight, a very Okay, but yeah, I understand that they started uh, uh, showing up. Um, but... But who has this kind of time to, to build this? There, throw is, it out there, there is plenty of people that are out there with well, you just know, enough you got time the, to do stuff like this. Well, you know, it's it's that season. Coronavirus. It's the coronavirus, coronavirus season. So I guess someone would have time being out of work, you know, um, chilling, having time on your hands. But still, I'd be learning how to craft beer or something. Yeah. You know, like. A photographer says he watched Utah. Hold on. Yeah, we're going to, I'm going to, hold on. I'm going to, I need to put this up. But yeah, so talk a little bit about what you and Alex were talking about. Because you guys went along this whole line about like how it was constructed and how they look like uh, these, uh, they, like they were reminiscent to the obelisks. Yeah, that's one of the words I couldn't, couldn't figure out. I that was funny because I was sitting there <laughs> while I was listening I'm all, to. I'm like, yeah, it's one of those things, and, you know, okay, I couldn't, I'm like. <laughs> Um, that's I drew a blank. That's one of those most uh, what well, irrit irritating things. Is that <laughs> oh, because you're listening. Because I'm can't listening say to it, and I because I'm so used to talking to both you guys, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh god, it's uh, a it's it's an obelisk, and I'm like, it's the thing. I sounded like Sleepy Joe uh, for a second there, but yeah, me and Alex, uh, we were talking about these uh, monoliths, and I couldn't even say archaeological. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of, uh, you know, I had a Joe moment there for a second, too. But, you know, the thing It's the thing, man, you know, come on, man. And uh, um, so, yeah, it was interesting when these first came out because, you know, I'm like, I really everything in my heart, everything in my being was like, please let this be some kind of sign, you know, from E.T. Because, um, you know, uh, there's some conspiracy theory theories out there saying that 2020 was supposed to be the year of the great enlightenment. And we're supposed to get this big revelation on on aliens or extraterrestrials. And and so the theory is maybe that's why they came up with this Rona to keep people inside. So we're not watching what's going on outside, especially in the sky. Here we go. Right. The holographic uh 
moon theory. But um, you know, and and there's not so far fetched though. You know, let's let's not forget about Project Bluebeam that's that's been unclassified through the Freedom of Information Act. You know, back in the day, you know, submarines were using lasers to project images in the sky and and all these things. So technology that's not you know triples, quadruples they, every year. Um, in scope, so that's no, that's not far fetched. That we could be looking at a holographic uh, sky, if you will. But anyway, that I got, I, I digress. Yeah, but. you got a little, little sidetracked. Uh, I did. You started talking about a lot of different things. I and- did, but you know, because <laughs> we haven't been together face to face in a long time, so I'm like, yo, all these things are kind of going in my mind. Uh, so yeah, so we're talking about the monoliths. They're about six feet, today. somewhere about six feet tall. Pay two years um, off your mortgage. Uh, hold on, let me get this up. Sorry about that. Wild. That was my bad. Um, and uh, we don't play other people's ads. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, the first one was in, in Utah. But the thing is, it's not just anywhere in Utah. In Utah, you you literally have to go out of your way. You need, like, a high-clearance four, four-wheel vehicle. And even then, when you get to a certain sp- a spot, you still have to hike in. Um, a lot of people would, would go. They would, they would drive in as far as they can with these high-clearance vehicles, camp out, and then continue on the next day. I mean, that's how remote this place was. Um, so to even put it there with the off chance of no one even finding it now, I don't want think market more transparent. The, the, the one thing I'm not clear on is if the people that created it are the ones that discovered it. Cause it'd be the only ones that know that's there, you know, like anyway, so you got a video yeah. there. Right. No, no, not yet. It's, it's yeah. I don't think we're going to be able to get to it, but anyways, I'm just going to, we'll just play the audio. Um, you know, it's just, we're, we're trying out new New uh, things here, but, you know, it doesn't always work out the way we want it to work out, but that's fine. Well, you know, that's the beauty of doing this on no budget, you know. <laughs> um, but in, in doing this, I mean, we le- we're we learning a ton. We're learning a lot, you know. Um, sure, we could spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and go to school. If anybody wants to pay for it, man, I, I'm down with that. Um, yeah, let us. Call yeah. us. Yeah. But yeah, so we're gonna play this audio because I I was fairly intrigued when you guys were bringing it up, um, because it was like, where did this where did this come from? Like, it, obviously, it just didn't come out of you know nowhere. It either was from this planet and people knew what they were doing, uh, and it was for a specific reason. But at the same time, it was just so like mysterious that it you know, had everybody baffled. I, so was I it was just- hoping that it was made from. A mineral or something that's not of Earth, you know? That would have been badass. Yeah, let's go ahead and play this and go just ahead. listen to a little bit of it. It's actually from uh, Fox News, Utah. A photographer says he watched Utah's now famous monolith fall to the ground monolith. last weekend. The structure captured worldwide attention after being discovered in a remote area southwest of Moab. How it ended up there is still a mystery. But tonight, we know how it vanished. Fox 13's Lauren Steinbrecher spoke to a photographer who shared what a group of people said as they hauled the monolith away in pieces. Ross Bernards goes on adventures for a living. I'm an adventure and outdoor lifestyle photographer. That's what I do for a living. So my job depends on me finding unique and cool places. The Colorado photographer and canyoneering expert often finds himself in some of the most remote spots in Utah. (laughs) When a middle of nowhere place southwest of Moab found itself in the middle of an international monolith mystery last week, I wanted to go out there and try light painting with my drone. On Friday, Ross made the several-hour trek out. They ended up with the monolith all to themselves for about an hour for so nighttime did they take pictures. It down? 
until some other visitors came walking up. It was There's the other visitors. Them. Two of them stand back, two of them walk forward and walk up to the, the monolith. Is it the men in black? pushing on a little bit. And then one of them turns to my friends who are a little bit further up the canyon next to it, uh, where I was a little further back, and said, um, hope you got your photos. And then just gave it a couple of big pushes and it like just leaned over. And that's when the rest of them came up and all four of them pushed it over to the one side and then pushed it back to the other side. And it just fell straight onto the ground. Just like that, Ross watched the <laughs> monolith that captivated Dang. and mystified people across the globe topple over. Right after it had fallen over and made a loud thud, they said, one of them said, um, this, is, this is why you don't leave trash in the desert. And as they loaded it up, were loading it up and walking away, they just said, leave no trace and left. Fast forward to the next morning, the message from the monolith demolishers on his mind, Ross would find he was hardly the only person who set out to see this strange metal sculpture in person. It was just, you could see the road from the dust just coming up and you could just see car after car coming and going. I mean, we probably saw 70 or 80 different cars there. Cars and people everywhere, he says, hiking all over the place, even wandering up the wrong canyon, off trail miles up a high clearance 4x4 road. It, it made me understand exactly why these people over? did it. I mean, I guess. one of the reasons that we didn't stop them was we all agreed with them. For someone who says he practices leave no trace, an expert only in expert terrain, he's glad it came down. And for anyone who is buying into the conspiracy theories about how and why the mystery so metal monument disappeared, let's set the record straight. Aliens yeah. were not involved in any way, shape, or form in this thing. They had nothing to do with it. Nor was it some secret government project. None of that had anything to do with it. It was clearly or is that what they want us to think? They want you to think. An art piece with <laughs> right? a wild no, but look at but okay, okay. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, so look, go back a little bit, and you could see like like look at that seam. But how do we know that's the monolith that that was originally there? What if they posed this there? You that, know? Well, so the uh, like the U.S. government found the original one that the aliens left, took it down, put that one up to kind of throw yeah, people off. Why not? Why couldn't that, that happen? That, that, that's a possibility. That's definitely a possibility, but I don't think it's likely. I mean, Occam Razor suggests that the most likely explanation is probably the correct one. Okay. Um, and I like, I'm going to play devil advocate. I'm just going to say that, especially when you saw multiple, multiple monoliths pop up all of a sudden after this one was discovered. And my, my other question is, how did people discover if this was so remote? Well, that's what I'm saying. Um, if the, the creator would post, put this here in the off chance that someone's going to find it, unless, unless it was the creator themselves that found it. I mean, it could have been there for who knows how long. Because I think it's some dude in a helicopter, a sheep herder or something that was counting. I don't know what he was doing. I forget. Uh, found it. Was flying by and found it and saw it. So you just happened to come across it and be like, hey, this is pretty interesting. We got to. I mean, but then we would. The same thing happens with crops. Are the crop circles a thing anymore? I haven't heard of anything popping up. But, you know, crop circles were the same thing. You know what I mean? And those things were intricate. Um, there were some that were obviously fakes. But then was that to throw us off the scent of the real ones? Oh, oh, no one knows. Only Thor oh, knows. No. So anyways, there's this there's this other uh, v video that I found from, uh, let me see where I can pull it up from, Inside Edition here. Uh, let me see. Let me get my uh, trusty. There we go. So let's go ahead and watch this and see what this is. It's a short one. We now know 
know who took the missing monolith. Four shadowy figures can be seen about to carry away the 12-foot-long monolith in the remote desert in Utah. They posted this video online showing the column after they dismantled it, exposing the interior with the boast, we removed the Utah monolith. They were on a mission. They came out there to do exactly what they did. Photographer Ross Bernard says he happened to be at the site when he witnessed the removal. Just hit the ground with one of the loudest thuds I've ever heard. One of the guys had said, well, this is why you don't leave trash in the desert as they started taking it apart. Rivets left over from the takedown. <laughs> so who did it? This adventure tour guide Sylvan Christensen is now claiming responsibility. He says he and his buddies removed the column out of concern about the crowds flocking to the site and the potential damage those so, people were causing. Wait, wait, to wait, the wait. Okay, okay. So wait a minute. People arrived by car, by bus, by. Okay, so the person that that took it down were they responsible for it? Uh, it doesn't seem that way. I think, I think these were just like people saying, you know, we we like nature to be pristine and since this was on public land i mean it would have been illegal to put that there um so i don't know man it's it's just uh i don't know i mean because well, like, i was under the impression that whoever took it that the, whoever had taken it down had actually were the, were the ones that were responsible for putting it up so that's where i'm just kind of like wait wait a minute this is kind of like so it was just random nature people that didn't like it, so they took it down. Well, it's just other people that go hiking and like, yo, you know, leave things the way you found it. You know, you don't if you bring trash into the woods, you take it back out with you. If a bear shits in the woods, right? <laughs> well, you know, I I kind of agree with these people um, on a lot of things. Like, you know, when we go hiking, I take my trash with me back back home. I don't leave it there, you know. But something like this, if I would have saw that in, out in the middle of nowhere, I think I would have left it. Like, who am I to say? You know, I would leave okay. that up to the authorities. Okay, so in your mind, because 2020 was probably one of the craziest years we've ever seen, but out of all of the mysteries and conspiracy theories, in your mind, which one do you think is the one that stands out the most as, wow, that was crazy? And there was plenty. Um, I think the one that takes the cake for me would be the coronavirus uh, so the, one of the theories was saying that, you know, it was made in the lab as a bioweapon. Uh, we do know the Chinese were boasting about wanting to create a bioweapon. Um, so I, I think that could be the best one there because we're living it. You know what I mean? It, it, look what it did. It shut down the world, essentially. It shut down governments. Well, and the interesting thing was that there was that Chinese doctor who came out and was saying things about, yes, this came from a lab. And that was interesting, but everybody took that as a conspiracy theory. And didn't she end up missing? No, she's still around. She made, she was on Tucker Carlson like more than one time. So, mm. so there's that. So, and I think for me, I think one of the things that and it, it's interesting because we lived in a year, actually the last four years, we lived in a year <laughs> of nonstop, <laughs> constant distraction, and uh, just nineteen news. minutes. Nineteen minutes after Trump became president, they were already trying to impeach his ass. <laughs> they were already trying to get rid of. Him. Now so, that says a lot, man. That dude, <laughs> that dude didn't fold under pressure, man. Um, there, there were two. Bro. There were two things that Trump didn't do that I was disappointed with, and I, one of them would be the. Uh, I kind of expected or was kind of hoping that that uh, uh, maybe like um, Snowden would have been mm. pardoned. Um, I was hoping for some great reveal. You know, a lot of presidents every year, every time they get uh, elected, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to say if they're I'm going to look into aliens, if they do exist. You know, I know Obama said that. I, I would say I would let you guys know for sure. And like, OK, well, no, but like so, for instance, uh, there was the 
the incident that happened with the the releasing of the video of the UFO mm. encounters by the U.S. Navy. And in my mind, that is one of the probably most significant mysteries. Well, to go along with that, I mean, the Navy and the, the United States government um, admitted there there is UFOs in our skies. But that could be anything. That could be a test plane. You know, you know we're coming up with our sixth-generation fighter. So, you know... Yes, it is unidentified. Doesn't mean it's from out of this world. You know what I mean? So, I mean, just because they admit there's UFOs flying around doesn't mean they're extraterrestrial. Um, yeah, that could be the case too. But I think it was pretty interesting because, if in my mind, one of the, that was that one of the things that I expected Trump to do was declassify all this UFO stuff. Because knowing him, he would have been like, "Guess what I found? Yeah, it's age. <laughs> We're not alone. <laughs> I got information in its age." <laughs> so i was disappointed in that because you would figure that if it was there you know it was like uh, that would have been like just if he wanted to to leave a mark as one of the most memorable presidents especially that that would have been like oh the you know what he's still of, i think he's still going down to history as in time as one of the greatest presidents we've had in long you know yeah well you know that was a very interesting introductional uh video for uh 2021 year for 2021 so <laughs> we'll keep that in the back of our minds you know what it is it's all these 5g signals that are discombobulating our minds right now <laughs> man because you know what's weird I, I you know right up until we started hitting this record button you know we're rearing to go we're all excited we had some technical difficulties we we're working through it and everything we're ready to go and then we hit record and it's like um yeah, uh, coronavirus. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That's just kind of. Did you ever? Did you get lethargic out of nowhere right now, or is that just me? No, it's it's. I, I think it's different because for you, for you and I, and we, we'll talk about this a little bit later on. But because we've been so, um, our show has taken off in a way that we didn't expect it to do, and, and there's still so much more room for growth. Uh, but we haven't sat down and just talked to you and I, and um, it's it's different. You know, it we, is. We've always had a guest, and I'm like, yeah. You know, it's just it's been weird. This whole <laughs> this whole having to... I don't mind doing the remote shows, but, I mean, it's like... There's nothing like this face-to-face -face contact. And I think a lot of people are going through that that had a quarantine and whatnot. You know, it's just that lack of human communication, that lack of yeah. in-person communication, rather. Um, no, it's going to be interesting, because we do, ha we do have a lot of things planned coming up yes um um like it's, it's it was really hard because this show tonight um was basically a introduction let's just sit down we hadn't been in the studio we've been quarantining there's been some maybe we, should, we could talk about that on the, on the next episode there's been some just some covid concerns so right everything that we've been planning has gotten canceled we were supposed to record a couple nights ago and then that cut or no a couple weeks ago we had a whole show planned we had a guest planned we had yeah. everything going on and then we had these concerns about covid possibly exposure so we kind of like put that on the backboard so okay we're just going to wait and to see what happens and thankfully nothing 
You know, I like to keep it that way. Now, real quick, would you get the would you get the vaccine if they offered it to you uh, right now? That is an interesting topic. We should we should start a poll. Show. We should get a poll going we on Facebook or something. We should get a poll and we should go ahead and uh, put that out there for <laughs> our next. Show. But anyways, yeah. so we don't want to go too long. We've already passed our twenty minute mark. This has been your boy, Sir Rev the Servant, with Play B on the hey. ride with me, and this has been your twenty twenty one introductionary TAP show podcast join us we got a lot of things planned coming forward a lot of guests new guests old guests the future nope. is yet stay to tuned come. stay tuned it only gets better from here peace hey. with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.